Good morning. Good morning. It's been two weeks already, hasn't it? It doesn't feel like it. Yeah, let me just move the mic a little closer. Okay, there we go. So, um, what topic are we going to be covering today? I don't know. Did you bring anything? No, I didn't. But uh, I, don't, I don't normally bring anything. <laughs> so it's not, it's not uh, unusual. But So what is it that you want to talk about? I, I spoke to somebody yesterday and somebody said, you know, I've been listening to your podcast, but it, it took a while to get into the, the actual topic. You, know, you spoke about, for example, frequencies. And I was halfway in and you hadn't even got started talking about frequencies. And I was thinking about it. I said, yeah, that's probably true because the reality is it's more than just the frequencies. more against it than the topic. It's everything associated with the round. It's, the, it's everything, right? It's, a, it's about life's journey too, right? And so, yes, we cover quite a few topics sometimes within one topic. So we have to put one thing down, but it's actually there's more than one thing. that, And I pray people are able to discern that when they actually listen, uh, listen to it. So, um, I, I don't have any topics. What, what about you? Do you have a topic? Well, it is. I do have a topic. Oh. Because you and I have been talking about lots of things lately. And then I've been reading the book of Daniel. And I was at the part where the king, Nebuchadnezzar, changed the name of these young, wise, good-looking, 15-year-old uh, Hebrew boys. Which is with Daniel 1. Yeah, in Daniel 1. Yeah. Yeah, as I said, I've been reading Daniel. I'm studying it. I'm not just reading it. I'm studying it too. Okay, so and you just started, you, in other words. Well, no. Verse by verse takes a few days. I've been, you know, I spend, you know, this is just something I've been thinking of. Are you is, trying is, is, to assess me based on my reading ability or are we talking no, about No, but when you, when you say you're studying the book of Daniel. Well, I am studying it, but it's verse by verse. Okay, so you just started. I just, I just want to have the context. It's like the context. Because if you said Daniel, I was thinking maybe you Why is it relevant? Okay, never mind. Good, moving okay. on. And I was thinking about how earlier this week, or maybe it was last week, you were talking about how language the power of language and how the enemy uses language to affect young people. So, for example, you hear a lot of young people say, oh, what did you tell me about language? They go, this is so sick. Mm -hmm. And what they really mean is, this is really nice. Or there was a time where they said something was, when it was really good, they said, wicked, that was wicked, guys. And... Wicked actually means evil. Sick means people have something wrong with them. And so the slang of the day is being used by the enemy to be twisted to use those words over the people. And I know we have spoken a little bit about power of words before, but I, I, I found it interesting how, the lang how language is such a source of power. Like even when you notice... Uh, the way that the media will use words or repeat repetitively use a saying or slang to send a message, even if that's not the truth behind it. It's the message track. And so I was thinking about the boys in Daniel. You've got De Belteshazzar, Hananiah, Asher, uh, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And all four of those names... El means God, and Ariah means means you know it means God as well. So all four of those boys had the name of God in their names, right? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then when their names were changed, 
their names were changed to include the names of the Babylonian gods. So, for example, when Daniel, be, was, whose name means God is my judge, his name was changed to Belteshazzar, which means Bet will protect, Bel will protect, which is another god. Or Hananiah, it was changed to Shadrach. Hananiah means Yah has been gracious. Shadrach means inspired of Aku. So, the power in a good name, the power of words, the power of a message track of speaking things over and over again. And we've heard recently that message track played about, oh, COVID's in the air, COVID's in the air. And so it's now, how quickly does that gain traction? Right? So that's what I was thinking about. And, and, and you were commenting on language. How the enemy uses words and twists it. What do you think? I'm I'm trying to assess, uh, like for example, if you said like, there's two things. I'm thinking one is the power of words. In other words, if someone says certain things, does it have an impact over their life or somebody else's life? Mm-hmm. So if they confess certain things, does it have impact? Yes or no. Then there's another one, like for example, Daniel's name was changed. Okay, so because they changed Daniel's name and they called him this, what was the impact? Yeah. And who is the person who's changing the name? Because you think about Abram, his name was changed by God to Abraham. Right? Yeah, yeah but again, I, I, when God says it's a different story. Of course. Okay, so I'm now not talking the, about is, that. This is I'm, a I'm man ta- changing it. I'm talking about a, a heathen saying it. So if mm-hmm. a heathen says it, or if a godly person says certain things, doesn't make sense. For example, Yeshua called the Pharisees brood of vipers. Mm-hmm. So, did he curse them by calling them a brood of vipers? Or was he simply stating what their actions were? Or who they actually are, right? Like, they're not necessarily... Okay, so he says, you're children of Satan, so does, so does that mean that they were actual children of Satan? Or was no. he condemning them over to the or to Satan? Or but, no, but the, but again, I think become, when we start saying or or or, it becomes very very muddy. So we have to be, we have to also define. That's what I was wrestling with. In other words, how much does words have over our circumstances? <clears throat> because. You mean how much power? Yeah, how much power? Because, you know, we've heard the, the idea of name it, claim it, right? Yeah, which we've spoken about in previous podcasts. Yeah, so if you say, I, I mean, Ferrari, 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 will you ever get a Ferrari? You know, how much does the power of our words actually have? And I think the power of words, there's like a different levels. There's power of words over the individual. So if you're saying it over yourself, there's an implication, there's an impact. When it goes to somebody else, they, it means it's more variable. In other mm-hmm. words, you have the other person's belief. You have what other people have confessed over that person. You have circumstances. So it doesn't carry as much traction as if um, if a person believes it and says it. So I know, for example, one of the key things that Satan does when he gets people to go to seances or tarot card reading or Psychics. palm reads or, or whatever... His main idea is to get people to believe him so they always try and, and showcase 
we know certain things about you. Mm -hmm. And when people start saying, no, they understand, they said this about me, therefore, and then they go, therefore, what they are saying about my future is correct. And so confessing those things, um, a thing that has an impact on the person themselves more than by them confessing over now. If someone's an authoritative over their children, for example, like a, a father a or a parent or mom, and speaks, they can speak death and life over the child because the child is going to start to believe those things and start confessing those things and thereby imparting that seed of rot or truth. Plus there's a spiritual authority attached because parents have been given that spiritual authority by God the Father. It doesn't matter whether they're good or bad parents. They have that authority. So it has more power. But I'll, in the case of Nebuchadnezzar, who changed those boys' names, they never succumbed to those names that were confessed over but them. But uh, I'm sure when they called him, like, um, and, and, and they didn't call him Daniel, and they called, they called him, him Belteshazzar, right? When they called him and said, Belteshazzar, come over. Do you think Daniel didn't look at him and come over? He came over. He responded. He responded. That's right. So That's was, what I was finding interesting. Is, is, is So it's not like, uh, I, I refuse that name. Yes. No. He obviously thought, you know, you don't, you guys don't know any better. I would respond because I know who I am. I'm Daniel. And when he was, when he speaks in the scripture, it calls him Daniel. Right? But why is it that when we speak about Daniel, we remember him as Daniel, but when people speak about the boys in the fire, it's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and not. I mean, even I have to think Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah. Because in the in the scriptures. That's how they were um, referred to, referred to, right? But isn't it interesting? Because even this week, when we were listening to a sermon, we're talking about names, people using different names, like the woman who touched the hem of Jesus' garment. She's always known as the woman with the issue of blood. That's how she's known throughout the scriptures. She's remembered to this day. She's preached, and then the pastor pointed out, well, actually, he changed her name and he called her daughter. And that's one of the few times in Scripture he actually... I mean, we know Rahab's name, we know um, Ruth, we know Tamar, all the people, even even those who weren't Israelites, we know their names. But this woman was a woman with the issue of blood, but he called her daughter. So I, I just found that interesting because we've had so many issues of talking about names, talking about language, and talking about words. And So, so but, but, but again, so, now just, so let's wear that where the rubber hits the road. So what? So what? So, so what's the impact? Like, like, what should we be doing differently? Or what should you be advising people to do differently? Well, I think that there's way more emphasis placed on a name by the God in the, uh, of the Old Testament and all the Old Testament people. So what happens if someone's name, parents name their child, I don't know, make it up, uh, Jezebel? Shame. If you, if you're sorry for them, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Because you know what's associated with that, right? Right. So, so what should the person do if that's the case? Should they change their name? I would change the name if it was me. But like, like Paul and Saul, right? Mm -hmm, like Paul Saul, and Saul. Saul changed the name to Paul. What did Saul mean? I don't remember. Remember Saul? He yeah. Was, well, what was his name? Well, what did it mean? Well, firstly, it was an association, right? Like, association know, with his condemnation of of, of Christians. Well, no. Also, Saul himself was a king of Israel, but he oh, actually turned away from God, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, he it wasn't necessarily like a a great hero of of faith. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not sure all the reasons why he changed his name from Saul to Paul, but 
uh, I know there's a meaning behind Paul, but, but the point of the matter is the the idea that our names have have are important. Of course, it is important, and I do believe that, like Yeshua. Uh, I know we always talk about is Jesus or Yeshua, and, and technically speaking, Jesus. The name Jesus doesn't have a meaning associated with it. Is it there's an association with it, yes. Well, people associate with it yeah. by, by association, but not necessarily the an meaning. inherent ne- word. Like the word Yeshua actually means Yahweh sets free. In Hebrew, right? Yeah, I know, and I, and I know it's, it's, it's um, translated from the Hebrew into the word salvation. But that's what it means, is Yahweh sets free. That's, that's the actual meaning of Yeshua. So do you think Yosha. that we've lost... Our way with names, calling having good names, or do you think that um, the enemies just said, "Oh, names are not important." Well, like sticks and stones. Well, James himself says that there's uh, we, from our mouth we have sweet and bitter water from mm-hmm. our mouth, and the tongue is a it's like a rudder of a ship mm-hmm. that can direct. So, if, in other words, if it, if the tongue is a rudder to the ship, what is the ship? Mm-hmm. Good question. It's us. Yeah. So our tongue can direct our future, our path, our direction, our tongue. This. And I know the Bible says that there's life yeah. and life. death in the power of the tongue. Yeah, there is. Exactly. So should we be more cautious about what we say and speak all the time? Well, of course. I think... Uh, I think well, Bible says there's life and death in the power of tongue, and it, it talks about the fact that we will eat the fruits thereof. Like if we are um, not using our mouth wisely, and I also find it very fascinating that the scripture says that confession is made unto salvation. The word confession is actually a, a word uttered. Uh, when I first read that, I thought like, I always like to challenge the script. When I say challenge the scripture, it's more like I'm challenging the scripture to understand it deeper because people challenge me. They'll say to me. Oh well, so confession is made unto salvation. What happens if the person is mute? Andre? Yes. Then I'll say, well, Zechariah, he was mute. What did he do? He wrote down. There's some kind of outward expression that I am saved, or his name is John, or there's some outward confession that Yeshua is my Lord and Savior. The key thing is, is if you believe in your heart and you confess Jesus Christ is Lord, if you confess He's Lord and believe in your heart, you will be saved. So there's two things. It's one, you're confessing and you believe in your heart. Two, why is confession? Why why is speaking out? I, I believe that if we could peel back this this curtain that's in front of us. The spiritual curtain. Yeah, and we all could see into the spiritual world. We would see angels and demons around. We would see us walking with angels and angels actually helping us and working with us. And, and bringing us closer to God, helping us. Ministering spirits, yeah. like it says in Scripture. I, I'm, I'm super grateful for, for, for the angels that the Lord sent me. And, and for eternity, I, I'm going to be thanking them. Um, but, but for me, obviously, um, w- what are they doing? One of the things that they're doing is the Scripture talks about that every idle word will be held accountable in mm-hmm. the day of judgment. So could it be that angels are writing down every single word that we say. Well, think of Malachi 3.16 we were talking about. Yeah, the book of remembrance, right? Right, it's written in the book of remembrance. Especially if you're speaking about godly things, even more. Yeah, and also actions. So it gets, it gets written down. So and Yeshua says every idle word. That's why 
um, you know, we talk about uh, confessions made unto salvation because this confession is like it's like think of it like it's like signing. You go to a bank and the check is void unless you sign the, the check. Once you sign the check, then the check it becomes active. Same with confession. When we confess, it becomes our confession becomes active. Our seal of faith. Yep, it becomes so our active. words. So our words are are legally binding. Yeah, and and just like it's bind, binding um, for salvation. I do believe it's also binding if we use it in an incorrect manner, like bringing curses on our, our children or speaking death over people. Now, the thing is... Or uh, receiving words spoken over us by people in authority. And obviously, there's more power when we speak those words over ourselves than when we speak over somebody else, right? Right. Um, or like a mother speaking over a baby in the womb. Yeah, that's huge. You have to always speak life over the child because the child is known better it's like taking care of the child so speaking life of the child that you are anointed you are blessed you are, are highly favored and that's why when someone says ask me how are you doing i remember once someone said to me how are you doing now i could have responded with an actual one oh man blessed and highly favored which is basically quoting um uh, what Gabriel spoke to Mary, Mary. and said, uh, Hi, you blessed and highly favored. Of the Lord. Yeah. So I could say, Blessed and highly favored. But I actually ended up saying, because I was going through a tough time. And so I said, God is good. He looked at me and said, Do you know, that's right, because regardless of your circumstances, God is good. Amen. So who cares how you're doing, actually? And that's the truth. How, who cares how you're doing? Because God is good and He will help you. Surrender to Him. Repent. It reminds me of that scripture that says, He gives us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So it doesn't matter what we're feeling. We need to speak the truth, which is God's given us joy. He's, he's given us a garment of praise. He's given us the tools we need, and we need to use our mouth appropriately. Now what happens if... Like I know that some people listening, and, and, and let's be clear, we all, we all say some things that we wish we never said. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that question. How do you get rid of those idle words that are written down? So, so I'm asking you that question. How's oh, that? but it was in my mind first. Okay. <laughs> so, well, obviously, I think a, a huge part is, is, is repentance. So especially if Repentance? Okay, what does repentance mean? What is it? Well, I, I, this is what I, I do because the Lord's brought things to memory of what I, things I've said. Are you, are you talking about rep repentance or confession? I, 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 repentance and confession are both the are, are both spoken out loud. Uh, is it because the word repentance actually means doing a, a one eighty degrees from your current position and going to the highest most point? That's repent. So going to your repent like penthouse. So I'm right? taking back what going I've, back to the highest most position that God has created you for. That's what repentance means. Yeah. So I'm repenting for what I have said that was incorrect. Well, is that to returning to so making those those confessions null and void? That's confession. But what about the fact that the Bible talks about confess your sins to one another? Notice not repenting your sins to one another. It says confess your sins to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. So yeah, confess. but it also says if you forgive the sins of of the of many, they will be forgiven. And it also says in in Matthew. Yeah, but you still ask the question. No, but no, but there's also we we do confess our sins to the Father and say, Lord, please forgive us of us our sins, our trespasses, as we forgive those who sin against us. Yeah, because I think we use the word repentance pretty loosely sometimes. Probably. Okay? And I think we use the word repentance instead of just confessing your sins. So if, we, for example, we say something wrong, we got we have to repent. But I want to break the power. So, you so could, what would the could, word be then? If well, the, no, I want to break the power of those idle words. Well, if you've confessed a negative word, 
Think of it. Yeshua, uh, God in the in the Garden of Eden, God says, if man eats of this fruit, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want you to think about that. When God said, you eat from the fruit, you will die. That was the word of God. Okay, there was an edict by the word of God that you eat this fruit, you will die. Mm-hmm. And then the word of God will execute judgment on that. So now I guess what Adam and Eve were put to death because the word's judgment was, you will you die. die. So what does God do? He reverses his words. And how does he do that? Through he, a blood covenant. He kills their word. He puts that word on a cross. That those that look upon the cross. That word. That word that he has killed will live. So that word that's killed them, God himself kills that word. So that we look at that on that word and we are saved. Saved. That's amazing. Isn't it amazing? It reminds me of, of um, in the time, and actually the scripture for that would be in, in I think it's John, John 3 verse 13 and also, you know, 13, 11 and 13, around there. Um, where, where the Lord says, this is just like Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Because the people were so disgusting and so ungrateful that the snakes started biting them and they're killing them. And so instead of, so the snakes were biting them. So, in, so, so then they said, what must we do? Now God didn't say, snakes go away. No, because you guys are, 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 are prideful. You are arrogant. Yep. So I want to give you a way that you become humble. And the way I want you to become humble is, I am going to take, uh, make a stick, uh, make a, put a stick and put a serpent on the stick. And when you humble yourself and you come yeah. and say, Lord, I need your help. In other words, not my way, because, come on, putting us a, a bronze thing on a stick, how is that going to help you? It makes no sense. But this, notice it was a serpent on, on a stick. stick. The same serpent that bit him, they look at the serpent on the stick, that now is on the stick. And as they look at it, they are healed of those things, just like God and the God in it. So when we talk about the word, the way to change... Before you go on, I think of another example. Wait, wait. One more example. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the way to change. The way to change that word is to kill that word that you just spoke out. So how do you change your word that you just spoke out? You, you, you make a confession. You will say something like, Lord, uh, please forgive me for saying ba 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 ba. And then you must say the opposite. You know what? Let's say that person's a, a fool. Right? A real fool. Now, if... For example, that person is a fool. In other words, the Bible calls a fool an unbeliever. Different story, right? You should call them blue vipers. That is okay. But if you're talking to your children and it's a, it's a flippant comment because they're not uh, like... They've, they've made a, you say, a, a silly you, choice. Yeah, or, or you are stupid. And you go, oh, I shouldn't have called my child you are stupid. You say, Lord, please forgive me for calling my son this name. Mm-hmm. And then you start saying, my son is smart. And thank you, Lord, that you endow them with wisdom. Mm-hmm. So you change it. Now, notice what you've just done. You've, you've, you, have, you have acknowledged it, and then you, you reverse it by speaking the opposite. What you don't do is, like some people would say, is, okay, he's not stupid. And I always heard one guy once said, um, the word not, take away the word not. Mm, I was just going to say, okay. ask you that. And, that. and that ends up by just being stupid. So it's not, so never, never, t- uh, Turn it into the, the negative into a, a, a double negative. 
yeah like because it, 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 it's going to it's going to come out being said the same thing so so you, what you want to say is not he's not stupid but you want to say he's smart god has blessed him with wisdom and you pray over him mm-hmm. speaking life there's a lot of i do believe there's a lot of power in words and especially the words that we speak over ourselves and i've heard many people say things like okay some of the words let's let's, let's pray it out i was okay. going to say let's give some examples okay i hear someone say um their oh. feet are killing them. Yeah. Or, I'm not going to confess it out of myself, but you'll hear me say, oh, their feet are killing them, right? They'll okay. say it out loud. Or they'll say something like, every time they go to some place, they always pick up. Uh, if someone's got a flu, they, they always, always catch it. They always catch it. Yep. Yes, yes, you will catch it every single time. Why? Because angels will not, um, they'll maybe write it down, but they're not going to be acting on it. Because like we said, it's an edict. Yep. And so demons go, oh, yes. And then they'll come to God and they'll say, and if God wants to heal that person, they'll say, Lord, look here, this is what that person confessed. And unless the person actually acknowledges or confesses opposite, say, Lord, like Yeshua is my healer, now there's another edict that comes out. Mm-hmm. But Yeshua is your healer, mm-hmm. right? So or two. people will say, they'll say, they, they put their kid in daycare, and they'll say, oh, ever, I, I hear when kids go to daycare, all they ever get is sick. Yeah. Or... Um, every time I hang around these people, this happens. Mm-hmm. Now, now sometimes it's it's good because maybe the people have demons or something like that to recognize that. But we have to watch what we say. Um, there are other things like, uh, how about this one? Someone says their back is killing them. Yes. In other words, when they die one day and it's because their back is broken, it's because of how they confess it. I've heard one someone who says, I'm a, they said they're going to die in a car accident one day. Or, you know what, you shouldn't be driving a, a, a motorbike because you can lose your bloody head, right? Or what about when people say, uh, I never want to be like, and they'll make a statement about their father Notice, or their mother. Notice, I never want to be like. Notice, take away the never, and so in other words, you will be like. What you've just spoken. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that is also a prideful statement. I'll never, Peter used that. I'll never deny you. What happened? He denied it. Exactly. So you sit in the scripture when they say, I'll never, okay. The Lord says, okay, can I tempt, uh, so Satan goes, can I tempt him there, can I tempt him there? And the Lord will, and the Lord will say, pray for us and, um, um, and help us. But the fact is we've confessed it, so we're opening up the door. Okay, now we've sounded very negative with all those confessions, but it's good to get them out. And, and, and what I was going to bring up earlier is even Yeshua took, he said, he, his, the ordinances were nailed to the cross. Mm-hmm. And the ordinances were consequences for sin. It was the punishment. He took that punishment. So his word, not only was he hanging on, but the, he is the word. So everything went with him onto the cross. So Now, if people don't look at, look at him on the cross and actually look at what he has done, mm-hmm. the just, like the, just like the serpents in, at Moses, they were bitten and they, and they died. They're not going to receive it. They have to humble themselves and look upon Yeshua. And acknowledge. Acknowledge. Not like some people say, oh, Yeshua didn't die on the cross, like some Muslims would say, or some other religions. He didn't die on the cross. He did die on the cross. Right? It's, it's, he had to die on the cross, as per the scriptures, in order to redeem us and to from fulfill. the curse yeah. of the law. And that's why it even says in Deuteronomy um, 18, verse 18, talks about that God says, I'm going to put my word in his mouth. And those that do not listen to him, I will hold them accountable. So God has given us His Word. And it's amazing. God gives us the Word in the Garden of Eden. He gives us His Word now. People still reject the Word. I'm thinking, wow. And you'll say, well, 
maybe it's um, because of um, um, free will. I, I agree it's, it's because of free will, but people have to make their connection. They have to humble themselves. Uh, and I, I think the, the coming to Christ, you humble yourself, you acknowledge, you, you, you be transparent because you will not come to Christ unless you actually look at this world, you look at yourself, and you are transparent and, and, go, and you're honest with yourself. When you're honest with yourself, that's when God will reveal His really Son to you. And, and, and I think that there is the, the, the beauty about recognizing and acknowledging what Yeshua has done for us means that we have a way to repent or turn back or change and, and, and redirect our words because of that, that the, the, the power that mm -hmm. He offers being on the cross. Because He was the Word, He did bring change. He changed the Word, the edict, mm -hmm. and made it possible for us. Therefore, we are able to change our words and, and, and make things possible. Yeah, and it reminds me of of we as people, we always also want validation. We want people to accept us. We want to have people to confess good things of us. So we can, f and sometimes what they say is, it feels good. So let's say somebody is sick and they are pretty sick and they, and they go to the, and it's not like it's a disease, it's not like a bone broken, it's, they're just feeling very sick and, and it's been for a while. They go to the doctor and the doctor checks them over. Now, they are hoping the doctor is going to tell them everything is fine, don't worry about it. And when they leave that waiting room or that area, they're going to accept those words and they're going to be confessing, no, the doctor said everything's fine. Or maybe it's just my own thing. I'm feeling... And so they put a lot of gravity in what the doctor says and therefore they respond accordingly. Now, as you know, the FDA says that 30% um, of, of cases, I believe... They've died because of misdiagnosis by... Oh, in terms of hospitals and doctors. Yeah, I think it's about 30%. It's about 450,000 people a year. Yeah, but, but, but I don't know, if that's, is it 3% or 30%? I, I can't remember what the number was. I, I read it. And I, and, I, and I know if it's for whatever the number is, it's way higher. Because not, not every person is going to come and say that. Oh, I made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. And, and it has to be proven in a court of law. Right? This is not something that people are going to admit. Or a science board, a medical board. Yeah. Or someone's going to have to admit that. And that's, nobody's going to admit that. So, so it's going to be much, 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 much higher. So if, for example, they go in and let's say it's, they make a statement and um, the doctor says something like, oh, you have, they have cancer. Do you, how do you think when they leave there, how they're going to feel? Like if they didn't have cancer and the doctor said that they have cancer or potentially it's cancer but we need to go and do some tests mm -hmm. they always say that they'll say it could be potential but but they play these kind of like bad scenarios it's like google you type in your uh, symptoms on and and you you're wow how bad and then a person, if the person starts to adopt it and starts confessing it that's where they themselves start actually feeling the symptoms right yes and um so i do think we have to be careful of who we allow to speak into our lives, whether it's a doctor, whether it's our family members, parents, and pastors, pastors, whomever, we have to look at the Word of God as our measuring stick and say, "What does the Word of God say about me?" So, who are you, Catherine? I'm a daughter of the King. 
daughter of the Most High. I'm chosen. I'm blessed. I'm anointed. I'm his favorite. Mm. But don't worry, you are too. Mm. Uh, I'm seated in the heavenlies. I'm blessed going in. I'm blessed coming out. I'm the head. Uh, he's chosen me. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm unique. There's nobody else like me. He loves me. He holds me in the palm of his hand. He knows the number of hairs on my head. The the pieces of sand on the shores, he, his thoughts are more than that towards me. Um, he calls me daughter. I call him father. I know him. I hear his voice. He knows me. He calls me by name. Do you want me to stop? Well, and it sounds pretty special, doesn't it? But are you beautiful? I'm beautiful. Right. Yeah. I'm called by him. Do you love yourself? I love myself. Why do you love yourself? Because he loves me. And the word tells me that if that God, I, I must love what he loves. Ah, oh, there we go. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about you? Well, I, Who are you? Well, I, I, I'm not going to go on and not talk about this, but now, because um, you guys are exactly the same. And, um, and, and I can say even more. <laughs> I don't want to be rude. <laughs> well, you can build onto it. It'd be wonderful for people to hear. No. So, um,. I'm looking at our time. It's about 32 minutes. Is there any closing words? Well, I think that we just need to summarize. If people are feeling that they've used their mouth in a way that is not glorifying themselves or their children or friends, uh, that they need to know uh, a simple a simple solution. Okay, so summarize it for them. Okay, and I, and I like summarizing it in, in a form of a um, a story. So when I grew up. Um, I was allergic to everything, right? When I say allergic to everything, I didn't know how bad allergic I was because I never was tested. When I was in my early 20s, I went. To, I wanted to be a sweeper, right, of a factory because I couldn't get a job because of the color of my skin. So I went to this place and I was being a sweeper and they said, okay, you got the job, so at 6 o'clock, you leave at 6 o'clock at night, you get an hour before everybody, leave an hour after everybody. No problem because it's money. You were happy to have a job. I'm, I'm super grateful. Even so, though you had your mechanical engineering qualifications. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I went there and I said to them, okay, um, they said, but there's one thing, because of our abilities, we have to get you tested. I said, tested for what? For just any allergies, because there is uranium here, there's different chemicals, I want to make sure that everything's fine. So I went to the... Allergist? The, no, at the, the company. Yeah. They had a, like a, a whole medical facility there. I thought, wow, this is... And the doctor said, no, but don't worry. You probably have nothing, but we'll test you quickly. And they, they put my arm down, and they put these little things on my arm, little dots here. Of all the different substances. Of all the things. And I looked, and I was allergic to everything. Like, like everything. Dogs, cats, grass, hair, dust. Uh, dust. And the person said to me, you <laughs> should not be here. You cannot be a sweeper. So I wouldn't let you work there. No, so I'm driving home and I'm, I'm crying. I, honestly, I was crying. So I'm thinking, I am useless, oh. right? Little Andrew crying. I am useless because I can't even be a sweeper <laughs> because of my allergies. That you didn't know you had. Yeah, like apparently I had allergies. Now, I knew it when I was growing up. I just cut the grass and afterwards... You'd I, sneeze. I, no, badly. My eyes used to be puffy and, and, I, and I had to go wash, wash everything off. It used to be bad. I didn't realize how bad it was. Right, I just didn't know this. Now, so I still had it, but I didn't, it wasn't built in. Now, 
Um, and then people will say to me, oh, you, you, uh, your allergies, it's allergy season, allergies. And I used to confess those kind of things too, right? I used to confess it. Uh, yeah, I have allergies, it's allergies. You know, uh, why, why is your eyes puff like there's allergies? Yeah. And I used to confess it. And when I came to the Lord, I realized that I don't need to be subjected to this. Now, and I, I don't want this. You say, well, it's not a big deal. Well, I don't want this. And so the Lord... When I was baptized, I was I was baptized and I prayed over a mighty people of God. Um, I got up, things changed. Also, my confession changed. I stopped saying things like "I am," "I have uh, allergies," and I started confessing, "I am healed." I am Amen. healed. I spoke to somebody recently, and I said to them, and they said that they had allergies, and said, oh, "I got allergies. I got this. I got that." And I. And, and, and it seems like everybody on the planet has allergies. Because they own it, right? They, they, they own, own it. This, this, My allergies. It's like a badge of honor. Yeah, I'm thinking allergies. It's the devil that owns it. Give it back to the devil. Why are you having the devil's thing? Yeah. Stop confessing this over yourself. Now, I know that I came from that. And when my parents just say that, I said, I'm healed. I'm healed. Because I own it. Now, I don't care what my parents say anymore. I'm healed. No, but you're not. You, you're, you're sneezing here. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And I remember once someone once said something. I can't remember if someone said this uh, this to me or I, I learned this. Or, But if I confessed I have allergies, um, let's say, a thousand times, which would be way more, 10,000 times, I need to confess I'm healed 20,000 times. Okay? So I'm changing the edict completely. Which has been spoken over... And reinforced, so, and reinforced, and reinforced, and reinforced. And I have to own it because, like I said, our words have a bigger impact over ourselves. But you can cancel those words. You don't have to say twenty thousand. I, 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 I know, it. but uh, but for but it's me, the principle. I, I had to say because even though I, I even though I was prayed for and, and I was healed, I was cutting the grass. I still used to my eyes used to get swollen, and a I used to, and then I used to say, "I'm healed." Hachu, I'm healed. Achoo, achoo. Yeah, but you know what it sounds like? You, you just, you, you're lying. Because now people are going to say, no, oh, you, oh, no, I, you were lying. I, I didn't go and talk to people and say, I'm healed in front of people. No, it wasn't like ah. I was bragging to people. I was confessing uh, over my life because I had confessed it so many times and I needed to change To the, break that curse. To break the curse. Now people go, I don't care if people agree with me or not. It worked for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know people that have smoked said the same thing. They don't go, I don't like cigarettes. They just say, they'll say something like, um, um, I like good air. I like clean air. Mm-hmm. So eventually they don't like mm, smoke anymore. It's not like, oh, I don't like it. Disgusting, that. yeah. So the, there's power in our words. So that's that's a summary of... How to respond. How to respond, how to change words. That's how people are cursing themselves, same as how they curse others. And those the words that are written in the book, how do you get out of the whole idle idle words being written down how do you get them out of the book well repent confess confess them you know there's some things that are more weightier than others uh, when we do deliverance one of the things that we say is have you have you made any bonds with anybody for example BFF you my, my, my BFF that means you're my best friend forever and this person becomes a, a Satanist. Do you know what a friend actually means? It means a friend, a friend, according to the scripture, means that you are able to impart into their life and they are able to impart into your life. So you call somebody a BFF, a man who's best friend forever, and you never see them for 25 years and this person now is in witchcraft and all this kind of stuff. Hmm, could it have some impact that it has on you now when you're by calling them these kind of names? So you have to watch, watch what you say. Really watch what you say. When you think it's, ah, oh, it's still cool to say 
this. Um, and you know what else I find really I, I, only have, I only have like uh, a couple of friends. I got the Lord in you. Oh, mm. you're my friend. <laughs> you're my best friend. But I also think that people must. One one thing that is really key is you know if you feel like oh wow you've used your mouth in a way that is not glorifying to yourself that you feel like you've cursed yourself or cursed people around you. Don't 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 feel that heavy condemnation. Ask Holy Spirit. Say Holy Spirit, can you help reveal to me what words I've spoken over that I need to repent for? And, and just do it and just follow him he, he will help you yeah but by the way I, this whole kind of concept of don't feel condemnation I think the body of Christ needs to feel the condemnation when they're walking in the, in the flesh no, I, I'm not yes condemnation they must to do action for, condemnation to, 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 to action, action. not condemnation to do nothing because then, right. then live in the condemnation That's right. feel the consequences sorry good catch because condemnation to action is yes, what I'm saying yes and, and, and yes there's no condemnation to those in Christ Jesus who walk not according to the, the flesh, flesh but according to the spirit and that's what I'm saying ask Holy Spirit to reveal to you mm-hmm. so, that, so that yes thank you for clarifying because that is my intention okay my good little husband okay well, do you want to close in prayer is it my turn I think so yes okay Heavenly Father I thank you for providing us with this wisdom and knowledge to be able to speak life you've given us that ability the credibility in our tongues you said life and death is in the power of the tongue Lord and I thank you that you've given this to us and I pray Father for me, myself, those listening I pray you forgive us for idle words Lord help us to use our mouths for your glory to speak life and Lord, I just I just come against right now. I just feel like I need to pray against that spirit of poverty, mm-hmm. that spirit of self-loathing, the spirit of less than, and that 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 spirit that of death. So right now, for those listening, if any of those things are bothering you, I just come against them right now in Yeshua's mighty name, and I just confess over the the people that know you. That they are loved, they are chosen, they are blessed, they are beautiful, they're made in your image, and they have a purpose in this world to build your kingdom here on earth. Please guide them, I pray, in the mighty name of your Son. Amen. Amen.